Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 119 of the Retire With Confidence podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. Today, we're talking about the retirement reality check. But first, share a little story about inflation. Mm-hmm. Okay? We've all been reading the headlines with some of the raw materials, like to build a house. You know, house, houses are like double yeah. compared to where they were last year. <laughs> New construction, absolutely. Yeah, I'm feeling some pain there myself. Yeah. But, but I also... Just this past weekend, spent the weekend out at the cottage, and we started running low on firewood. And uh, last year, when I called around for firewood, like everyone was out, right? There's like, and it was starting to happen, you know, mm-hmm. last summer where we had a, like a the, the global supply chain, right, mm-hmm. was right. all messed up, and it was happening with the local firewood suppliers as well. Everyone staying home, making bonfires every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's well, true. Well, <laughs> I, I, I found Mr. Firewood, who I'm plugging here. You know, <laughs> you know, call Mr. Firewood. He's fantastic. Kiln dried wood. Yeah. You know what that means? Lights quick. Well, it burns. It burns. Yeah, quick. Yeah. It it burns clean because the wood is put in the special oven oh. that dries it out, okay. so there's no moisture and it kills the bugs and it, it's really clean so you can put it in the garage mm-hmm. but the, the product is amazing it, and when it's burning it there's no there's like way less smoke mm-hmm. it lights quickly hmm. um, it just is just I can't explain it it's yeah. just better interesting sounds nice so last year mr. firewood was charging 150 bucks per face face cord or whatever you say and that was a lot then mm-hmm. I was like a lot mr. firewood I hope this kiln dried product <laughs> is worth it yeah. you know because the other guys were 100, but they were out. Yeah. Well, talk to Mr. Firewood today. Guess what his new price is? He jacked it up 20%. No kidding. Yep. So wow. inflation. Last week's jobs report. Yeah. Uh, there were less jobs, kind of an anomaly, but higher wages, higher wage inflation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have the government paying extra unemployment mm-hmm. and some jobs right in that tier of pay range, just not worth it for people to work when they can make the same. Right. So in order as an employer to get this guy to come back to work, gotta pay more. Pay up a little bit. Right. So you see wage inflation and it's happening, it's happening at every level. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we try to avoid it and we hope it doesn't, but it does seem to be creeping in. So you have these raw materials Mm -hmm. going up, you have wage inflation, partly as a result of the government programs, mm-hmm. okay? And it kind of backfires because people don't go back to work mm-hmm. and then it costs more to the employer and then the price of goods and services just continue going up. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of people are super worried about inflation and what happens next. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, just thought we'd chat about that today. Let's talk about this retirement reality check. What does that mean? Yeah, it was uh, it was just an interesting article we came across that talked about uh, people's expectation of their retirement versus the actual reality and what they're what they're actually seeing uh, through their own situation. So, give me an example of uh, one of the things they talked about. Uh, I think I think most 
the, the, one, the first point they made was that most people think that they'll work until, we'll say, the age of 65, right? Most people think I'll plan to work till age 65, but the research is showing that not everybody's able to, to make that happen. <clears throat> so they want to work till 65, mm -hmm. and they, they, maybe they want to because they like what they're doing or right. because they need the money. They need to keep saving or, yeah. They think, hey, at 65, I'll get a bigger Social Security. Mm -hmm. Medicare will be right there for me. Um, but, but maybe they're, what, disabled? Where they get a buyout, yeah, and they just can't get to sixty-five. Yeah, there was a variety of reasons for it, but you just named a couple of them: health reasons, disability, maybe your job just vanished, and there's no mm -hmm. opportunity, you know, in the field that you're looking for. And it's really not your fault, right? Right. So it's just showing that people were, on average, retiring uh, earlier than they expected uh, because of that. Like age sixty-two was. We've seen a lot of buyouts around here mm -hmm. for people even in their fifties. But right. yes, uh, early 60s for sure, especially the auto companies, mm -hmm. uh, they're prime targets for those buyouts. So yeah. maybe you want to make it to 65, but you're kind of forced out at 60. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's, it, it definitely presents a challenge for some people. Um, but they talked about 19% um, wanting you know, to have that step down in retirement and, and it's just not, uh, or only 19% being able to do that step down as opposed to. So when you say step down, what exactly do you mean? Uh, you know, maybe maybe working more into like a part-time role or something, right? Still being able to work into retirement uh, a little ways. Like a semi-retirement. A, a hard stop, yep. Like a semi-retirement right. for a few years. Maybe I'd like to go semi-retirement at 62, work three days a week until 65 and then have a hard stop. Yeah. Okay. Yep, exactly. So they plan on that, but only 19% actually have that. Right. That's yeah. pretty low. The other 73% are just uh, have a hard stop. They didn't have a choice and had to, to just stop. So every year okay. that you don't have income, it's kind of a double or triple-edged sword, right? Yeah, it really is. You lose the income. You lose the potential savings that you would have been like right. adding to your 401 for those remaining years. Right. So that's a double, right? Yep. First edge, no pay. Second edge, no savings. Third edge, I'm gonna take this really far here. Yeah. Third edge, <laughs> the money that you would have been putting in is not growing. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth is you're actually making withdrawals. Yeah, now you're tapping that nest egg. And that money is not growing more because you're taking it out. Right. So really, each year that you maybe are forced to retire earlier could, right. could hurt you and make it so you're not on track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that, it, like you said, it's definitely a snowball effect, right? Where yes. these these things just compound the problem. And did make you make it that up right now? Challenging. Yeah, I did. I like it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to kind of piggyback just on that same statistic, uh, you know, three quarters of the workers expected to have some sort of uh, pay to help them transition into retirement. They expected that to be a source of their retirement uh, income was actual employment income. But in reality, only three out of 10 were able to make that happen. First of all, I'm surprised that the number was so high that people are actually expecting this. Yeah. Because I do believe that this is the new wave of the future, mm -hmm. where if you have a certain skill set, uh, you can consult or whatever, stay on part-time, mm -hmm. you know. And so many people are banking on that. I'm surprised because when we talk about it with people, they're kind of like, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. Right? It's like we're presenting the idea from our own experience of planning and what we see mm -hmm. with hundreds of cases, and they're kind of acting like it's the first time they heard it. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna call BS on this, <laughs> that yeah. not that many people are banking on it. 
um, but what, what was it? A lot less people actually do it. Yeah, but most people, yeah, only three out of 10 actually are able to do it. So I think that part of the reality wake up check in that is that while that may sound like a great idea and you may want to do that or have every intention of doing that, um, you, you need to figure out how to way to make that want a reality and figure out how to make that make that happen. Maybe before so wait, you retire, you actually have something in place. Yeah. That can so I shouldn't just quit at 62 and say, I hope I yeah. can find a consulting now I'll job. I'll go pick up something. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Right, because the reality is that most people aren't able to do that and they have they don't have success making that happen. You know, I do love the, the part-time consulting gig, right? You can earn a high hourly rate mm -hmm. with, you know, a, fa a fairly low number of hours per week. It keeps you engaged, keeps you um, uh, connected, mm -hmm. right, with your community of people. Uh, and it's part of Peak Income 360, which, yeah. which I made that up. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> it hasn't really taken off though. Like you don't hear about it like you should. You, you don't because it's it's really uh, it's really solid advice, a solid plan. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. Right. So the idea is that we want to diversify our income. Mm -hmm. Right. When you're working, right, most of your income comes from your time. Right. right. Your own talent. Mm -hmm. Well, in retirement, you know that could be one small piece of it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that high hourly rate. But we also would love to have a pension. Good luck, right? Mm -hmm. We'd love to have social security. We'd love to have rental real estate. We'd love to have portfolio income. Right. Um, maybe royalties or you know something that I've never even heard of. Yeah. Right. As many as we can get. Mm -hmm. But if we can add a little gravy on the top with some high hourly rate consulting, I love it. Right. Yeah, it just, I mean, it gives your plan just that much more stability, right? Mm -hmm. If you think of all those different things as legs of the stool or legs yeah. of a table, right? If, if maybe the market's down, right, and we don't want to draw on the portfolio, that's where it's really valuable to have some sort of rental income or some sort of other, you know, consulting income or, or something to be able to live off of. Absolutely. Yeah. What, else, what else stood out to you? Um, I think the next part that stood out to me um, was how confident people felt that they were. Um, the, the survey reported that nearly eight out of 10 people felt really confident in their retirement. Um, but the reality is that uh, I th the, the author of the article thinks that people are way more overconfident than they should be. You know, for some of the reasons we talked about, people go into retirement thinking they're gonna pick up this other job or that their portfolio is gonna earn them, you know, 8% a year for the rest of their life. And, and you know, not thinking through. Put me in the 8% conservative fund, okay. <laughs> yeah, people people ask for that often and it, it, it does not currently exist. You're right, it sure doesn't. Yeah. A conservative account could make 8% if interest rates go down and the market's mm -hmm. up, but but we don't count on that, right? Right. Um, so some, are, some people are overconfident. Mm -hmm. Do you ever see people that are underconfident, like, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to retire. I'm going to have to work forever. Yeah. I'm going to die at my desk. Right? We run into people like <laughs> we that. We do, yeah. And then We even gave a case study about one a couple yeah. episodes ago, yeah. And they're just overly pessimistic. Yeah. So, right, we see both. Yeah, we do, for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the author of this is thinking that the, the problems tend to be the people who are more uh, overly optimistic. Mm -hmm. You know, and we've had good stock markets for... I mean, except for, you know, the... How is 08? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Since 09, it's been fantastic. But, and that's the thing, right? You look back, we had a, this coronavirus dip with the shutdowns and everything, but it rebounded so quick that I think most people... I forgot about that. Yeah, people just uh, <laughs> out of mind, right? I just went to right... I went right to 08. I totally forgot about 2020. <laughs> yeah, but we, but we, we don't have the... Uh, 
the, the 08 is not as much in our memory as, as it probably should be. Yeah. So again, just more reasons why we, we talk about the importance of diversifying and, and planning and everything. The last point here is my favorite. Yeah. Okay. What did that Speaking say? Speaking of planning, right? Yeah. Only one out of three uh, retirees actually uses a financial planner. I thought that was a, it's kind of a surprisingly low number. So only one out of three actually uses an advisor and everybody else, they said, gets their advice from their friends, their neighbors, Google search, right? Mm -hmm. they, they just kind of wing it almost. It seems uh, interesting that, you know, one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make in your life, you'll just rely on your neighbor because he said he, did, he, knows. he said he did good on Bitcoin or whatever. Because right? he knows. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's interesting. I mean, it, it, it makes me happy to think that there's so much opportunity for companies like Peak, mm -hmm. right? I feel like, you know, we're, we're bringing on quite a, a large number of mm -hmm. new clients because people are in search of planning that they're not getting with their existing yeah. setup or they have been a do-it-yourselfer and they're just ready to take it to the next level. You know, maybe they, you know, they know they need to be maxing out. So mm -hmm. they're, they're pretty good, but they're not great. And they want to go from good to great. So I, I think if this number is right, only one in three people, uh, you know, maybe one, maybe one in three people will never need one because they don't have, they're living paycheck to paycheck forever, mm -hmm. right? So they don't need an investment, investment help. Yeah, the survey, I mean, they it need, actually... They need Dave Ramsey, right? Yeah. Maybe the middle third, right now they're doing it yourself. Mm -hmm. And the third third are working with advisors. But that middle third, how many of those people are kind of reckless? Yeah. Right? Yeah, or they're the ones that are overconfident, right? Yeah. They're the ones that think they're in great shape. You know, what could go wrong, right? I yeah. got Social Security. My portfolio is doing great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are those are where a lot of the problems arise. Because on that lower third, like you said, the, the twenty-one percent have less than ten thousand dollars saved for retirement. Mm -hmm. That's where that's your good example for that that first third. That yeah, they need Dave. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they need cash flow help. Absolutely. They need to they need to get it. You know, work on making more. Mm -hmm. And that's what is often not focused on. Right. Right. We got to make more. That's yep. it. I mean, we talk with our young clients about career path, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's often overlooked. So anyway, that's why I'm opportunity. That's why I'm kind of bullish on our industry, right? Yeah. I think I think we're going to keep growing. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, you know, shy away from advisors and things because they think. I don't want to pay to do it, right? It costs money. I don't want to pay some my, money, right? My, my brother said I should never pay. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. My neighbor said <laughs> why would, why you pay would you ever pay somebody, right? But I, I tell you, the, the longer I'm in this business and the more people I see, the more that I feel like we, we more than, are, you know, cover our fees with the value that we provide. You know, the opportunities that we can uncover, you know, whether it's backdoor Roths. I mean, last we week about. we talked about, we were wearing the same shirt. That's weird. But last <laughs> week we talked about the backdoor Roth Back, on the yeah. podcast. Yep. And there's so many people that are over the income limit mm -hmm. and they're not taking advantage of this. Right. You know, it just is nuts. Yeah. All those, those, those things add up mm -hmm. too. And I, and I think, you know, we, we provide great value for the, the fees that we charge. You know, another thing that just came to mind, how many people are eligible for HSAs and don't take advantage of them yeah. or they fund the HSA and then spend the and money? They spend it all. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone. Right. Like I feel like, only our clients are the people that do it right. Yeah. When I say right, that's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's not a fact. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. 
Well, we'll have to check with compliance. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we'll just leave it as a highly recommended strategy. Yep. Right. For many people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, does that wrap it up? Yeah, I think that covers it. You know, I think the takeaways are just, you know, it's good to be optimistic, but you don't want to be overly optimistic. You want to make sure that you have some certainties built into it, whether it's next steps, if I'm going to consult, if I'm going to do a job, you have some of those things in place. Uh, and then lastly, I mean, I think it's tremendously important to consult with a, an advisor. Yeah, what if you're in the fourth quarter of your career and you really don't know what score it is? Yeah. You know, you need to, in the fourth quarter, it would be helpful to know right. if you were winning or losing or tied. Right. You know, what do I have to do? Because, you know, what if I'm 62 and I find myself in this position where my legs are cut out from underneath me, you know? Right. Right? Yep, absolutely. Like, so, like, so the retirement red zone, you know, we used to talk about this a long time ago, like that five or 10 years before mm -hmm. your goal for retirement. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're, if you're thinking 65 is it, at 55, you better be in here. Yeah, absolutely. Because then, you know, you should be close by 62. Right. Right. And otherwise you wouldn't know. Yep. Yeah, you so. really got to make sure you got to have a high degree of confidence around it. So if you are in the retirement red zone, if you have $500,000 portfolio, if you are banking on a semi-retirement, if you're you, in that middle third, yeah, right, or the other third and you're not happy with your current setup and you want a second opinion, what do they need to do? They need to go to peakwm.com. You can find us on there. You can find out uh, information about us, but you can also schedule a meeting. Find a time to, to sit together with uh, Nick and I and, and uh, go over the financial plan so that you can retire with confidence. Boom. I like that. <laughs> Peakwm.com. We believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with confidence. See you next time. You've been listening to certified financial planner, Nick Hopwood, and accredited investment fiduciary, Jim Pilot, on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.